hello, hello. Everyone's back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Erin. Woohoo! <laughs> Yay! We're already on episode three. That's wild. Right? I kind of feel the same way. Like it feels like it's just flying by. Um, so shit's about to get juicy, everyone. <laughs> no. To get juicy. I feel like it like starts I feel like every season starts off like slow and then by like episode three it's just like crazy actually I think season four was the one that was like all right what is shit gonna pop off yeah like this one just happens so quickly your season it's like woo. yeah episode two already fighting yeah man I literally texted Aaron yesterday like nervous about watching this episode because a lot of you guys are sliding in my dms and you're like you guys are freaking me out. Okay. You're like, you're like, you need to have your therapist ready. Like shit's about to get crazy. And like, keep in mind, like I'm like laughing and giggling about this and it, I'm glad I can laugh and giggle, but like, I legit have PTSD from this show. Like legitimately. Uh Like I haven't been back to Hawaii since this whole thing. (laughs) I like, there's certain restaurants I avoid because like bonfires trigger my PTSD. Like I'm (laughs) I'm being funny right now, but this is like dead no, ass serious real. at the same time. Oh, I and uh, like my heart has been racing like all yesterday, all this morning before I watched the episode, and then I watched it. And as I was watching it, I got like more and more mm-hmm. calm, and I'm like, okay, like I can do this. Like this is fine. Like yeah. I'm past it. I'm good. I even Aww. texted Aaron. I was like, I survived. Like we're fine. But yeah, my PTSD still kicks in like a hundred percent. No, I mean, it's brutal. Even rewatching episodes and seasons, like, I'm like, wow. Like, it'll trigger me, like, stuff from, like, your season or, like, season four or, yeah, four or two. I feel like uh, every time I see a bonfire, regardless of who it is, I get flashbacks. (laughs) (laughs) The panic sets in. Oh, Lord. Also, I just wanted to say someone messaged me literally was so nice like she's a huge fan I'm I'm really happy she actually said this but she mentioned that I'm constantly talking about my season in these <laughs> recaps and it's like I didn't even realize I'm doing it because I think it's just like I'm yeah. when I'm having the conversation it just comes out however she did bring up a good point and I feel like I'm going to try to save everything like how I'm feeling my opinions about like my season and like not try to bring it into these episode recaps or like when we do season yeah. two or yeah season two so I'm sorry and I'll there's no try. need to apologize I think it's natural for you to like want to bring like bring up your own experience and like relate to it like that's a natural thing to do yeah so I know I know but I gotta like I, I gotta save I, it for save it. Save my it for season all the tea but like no seriously and that's another thing like we really take the time to read as many messages as we can from you guys, and they mean a lot. And um, like some things we don't even realize we're doing. So yeah. that message actually meant a lot to me because it's it's a great point, and I didn't know I was doing it. So I'm like, okay, like this is like you know something yeah. I'm going to work on and try to make sure I can save the tea for my season. Yeah. So thank you. And if anyone has any other comments, please DM us. Yeah, we take the feedback seriously, like a hundred percent. Like we, yeah. um, we do. Like whenever we get like any sort of like DMs or comments that are like make us notice anything, we like text each other and like discuss it. Yeah. <laughs> like we're yeah. like, how are we gonna do better? Like we're always trying to be better. Yes, absolutely. Um, 
So yeah, this <laughs> this episode, are we just gonna start? Yeah, <laughs> let's let's, let's we'll just say start. how it starts off. So it starts off, you guys. Um, we we pick up right where Shari saw her clip. She's very upset, rightfully so. And I even say, because I'm looking, and I'm like shaking my head. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, so I was like, it just hit me. I'm like, what? I think I even said this last episode. It just hit all of us. Like everything was happy go lucky, and like we're having the time of our lives until Shari saw that clip. Mm-hmm. And then started crying. And then it hit us all that we're like, oh, fuck. Like, we can't go back. Like, this is real. Like, bad shit's about to happen. Yeah. So th- me saying this is crazy and, like, all of us looking at each other, we were all, like, genuinely shook up. And Mark just seems, like, super confused. Yeah. My yeah, sharpest <laughs> reaction. <laughs> he's like, I don't really know, like, what he's confessing to. Like, you are sobbing right now. Like, he didn't, like – he didn't really admit to anything. You didn't see him do anything. Like, yeah. he, he does seem a little confused, but I think it shows that, like, that triggered her. Like, whatever she heard yep. triggered her. So clearly that's probably been something that's happened in the past or that they've had to deal with. I understand why she was so triggered because yeah. it's like when you have a, a guy that you've been with that has cheated on you and you recognize, like, patterns and mm-hmm. you recognize behavior – and you're not there to get the full context. Like you, she just saw a little 20 second clip. He's drunk. He's saying mm-hmm. that he fucked up. He's running to his bedroom. I mean, I would be freaked the fuck out too. We all were. Absolutely. So she didn't know like what was actually going on. So I actually, I a hundred percent why she understand why she was so triggered. Yeah. No. Oh, I would be equally as upset. Oh, like, I, I would be furious. I'd be freaking out. It just sucks. Um, Cause again, we don't know the context. <laughs> No, like when not you watch all. it, you never know the context. So you're like, you just assume the worst. Like immediately. Yeah. That's why it's like such like a psychological game. Yeah. Um, okay, so then Katie, she sees um her clip next, right? Mm-hmm. Very eager. She she was like really excited to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember ever feeling that way. No, <laughs> no, man. Um, and he's like talking with Hannah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that stood out to me that he said, like, it, to Hannah was that she's going to have to move out if, like, things go south because it's his house. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn. Like, he was really, like, throwing that out there for the world to know right now. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's true. I guess, like, what would you Facts. do in that situation? Like, it's like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like- you got you to gotta go. I think all of us laughing and, like, me thinking – that it's like not that bad. Like all of us were like giggling during. We're like, oh, like it's not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> like that clip. <laughs> I also think it's uh, funny because like I feel like whenever the first person is up for bonfires, like that very first bonfire, mm-hmm. it almost like dictates how the rest is gonna go. Like mentally, you think so. It's like yeah. I just I just can picture you guys after seeing Shari's being like. Oh my god, what the fuck are we going to see? You like were it's terrified. Gonna be so bad. Like you know, you, you just were terrified. It's going to be terrible. I think that's why we were all kind of like giggling and stuff like watching Katie's clip and like laughing Ooh. to each other because I think we were like, okay, like this like it's not that bad. Like we're right. good. Like we're going to get through this. Yeah. Um I, okay, so now wait, what, what were we going to say? I was just going to say yeah, like it, I mean it wasn't that bad of a clip though. Like she was like No. No, oh, she had a I good would, 
love those clips. Yeah. I would love that clip. <laughs> yeah. That was, <laughs> that was a great clip. So now Nicole is next. Um, mm-hmm. It's the clip of Carl showing his room to Kathleen. All of us were really surprised. I even said to her, like, under my breath, like, no way. Um, we were all kind of a little bit shook up by that. I was going to ask you. Like, you, like, panned to all of your faces, and you guys were all, like, really, really shocked. Like, were, like, were you genuinely, like, how could he ever let someone in his room that quickly? Think, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's kind of like what me and you said last week, like sh- bringing one of the girls or bringing a guy into your room on Temptation Island. I mean, there there's really only one reason for them yeah. to be in your room. So Absolutely. it's like, it's just a little, it was a little shocking that like first bonfire, he's like giving a tour of his bedroom to like one of the single girls. Like we were like, yeah. oh shit, like he's really playing with fire here. Was she so, was she super upset too? Like I obviously see what she says in like the bonfire, but like was that like a big thing when you guys got back to the house? It wasn't a big thing, but she, I think yeah, she was like we were all a little bit surprised. And I think even later in the episode, Carl even says like when he gets back to the beach valley, he's like, I think I need to like tighten things up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, like it's like dude, it's bonfire one, and you have a girl in your room. Like yeah, mm-hmm. nothing bad happened, but why yeah. why are you giving her a tour of? Yeah. Where the magic happens. Okay. It's like, I know. That's and crazy. I, I feel like it makes him look worse in that bonfire clip too, because he like says it's getting harder to not be tempted. And the girls were like initially interested in me. So I mm-hmm. feel like to see someone go into the room with him and then it follow up with him in a confessional saying that, like my heart would be racing. I would be yeah. like, oh, hell no. Yeah, I think it's like I feel like all of us. The fact we're all still like giggling through this like bonfire at this point, I just can't. I I know that we're all shook, and I feel like this is just like our weird way of like with dealing with the shock. <laughs> like yeah. that's why we're all giggling. But I, get I that. you know, like it's like we're all shook, so we're just like trying to laugh everything off. Um, I love how Mark said, you don't want a different set of rules than he has. And then she said, I want to play the same game with the same rules. Well, yeah. Fuck yes, dude. Because that's like been the theme with them. Like she just has a very different set of rules than he does. And it's like yeah. not okay. Well, that and that's the thing. It's like I literally feel like they just have like unfair double standards. Yeah. And she says it too. She's like, well, like I feel like he thinks it's okay that he brought someone in his room, but if I would have done it, like he wouldn't have been okay with oh, it. And I'm like, he that would is never like, let it go, dude. That is the worst like type of situation you can be in, where it's yeah. like someone feels like they can do whatever they want, and then God forbid you do something even close to that, it's like you're being chastised. Like, yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. <laughs> I have a lot to say about <laughs> what's about to go down. <laughs> now we're on to. <laughs> Save so, the best for last. Okay, so I just need to like say this now, okay? Because I'm realizing we've said it once. This is my first time, genuinely, like no bullshit. This is my first time watching this stuff since it aired in January 2019, okay? Wow. So it's been almost four years. I am absolutely blown away by some of the shit that comes out of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> Like when I say absolutely blown away times not by a hundred. Okay. So I might have a lot to say (laughs) throughout this recap of season one because I am so fucking shook. 
and I just want to preface that and give a little like disclaimer because I'm I'm gonna like pop off here and there because I'm just like what the fuck <laughs> like was I saying back then it's like so shocking um, I feel that though I really feel that like same <laughs> Dude, because I like I don't think people really believed me when I'm like, yo, I haven't watched it since it aired. Like mm-hmm. I was like a one and done for me. And even the last episode, the one where I get dumped in, I didn't even really watch it. My head mm-hmm. was like under a pillow and like my best friend was like talking me through it. Wow. So watching it with this like different mm-hmm. mindset is just it's very eye-opening and I have a lot of advice for all of you women and men out there that have been in these type of situations <laughs> oh, okay I'm excited to hear it I'm excited to hear it though <laughs> so it's my clip and mm-hmm. I just would love to point out that I'm the last clip this is a constant theme for me you guys it's, it's giving <laughs> foreshadowing it's giving yeah. it's giving you're gonna have the worst clip every single bonfire the grand finale <laughs> okay so he's i forget even the first part of the clip but the thing that absolutely blew me away was when he's in the confessional and he says next to impossible might be here on temptation island with me and that's fucking scary i'm done um, and that was after he said, like, topping my mine and his connection is, like, next to impossible. Right. When, so when I – I have a lot of confessions to make, everyone. So I was acting all, like, cool, calm, and collected <laughs> during this bonfire. As soon as I watched that and he said those words, this is when I knew immediately, like, my time here wasn't going to go well. Mm-hmm. My stomach dropped immediately. I knew he was going to cheat. It was, like – that confessional and those words, I can't even explain it, but I knew him very, very well at that time, better than anyone in this world. Uh-huh. And I just knew, I was like, it's over for me. Like, this is it. <laughs> like, wow. it's going to be a long fucking ride. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to ask you, I was going to yeah. ask you that. Like, I was like, you looked so like, just like calm about it. And like, again, like encouraging him to you know, figure out what he wants and that you're happy for him. And I was like, bullshit. Like, yeah. Okay. I literally literally put in my notes in all caps. I'm full of bullshit right now. (laughs) Okay. I was literally going to ask that. (laughs) (laughs) Full of it. Dude, I was in panic mode because I was like, I really, it's hard to explain, but Mm -hmm. I really truly was like, Evan's going to prove to me that he's changed. And then as soon as I saw that clip and that confessional, I was like, nope, he's same old Evan. I was like, this is going to be a long fucking trip. Wow. And when I said, I was like, I'm glad he's opening up. He's been so closed off. I'm literally freaking out in that moment, like full blown freaking out, like trying to keep so calm and under control. Oh my gosh. Good for you. Like I, you fooled me. Cause I really was yeah. like, how, how could she possibly be this calm? Oh my God. I wasn't. But I, <laughs> I, wasn't. I, wanted to, I wanted to ask though, because like you've mentioned your family before, like, did they really put like that pressure on you? Yeah. Or like, did you want to get yeah. married though? You know what I mean? Or is it both? So this is something that I've had to like talk about in therapy. Um, First off, I love my family very, very mm-hmm. much. Love my dad, love my mom. We're very close. They love me. They want everything and more for me. <laughs> and they're an incredible support system. I'm very blessed, very lucky. But yes, 
it, the pressure wasn't so much coming from my dad. It was definitely coming from my mom and her side for, of the family. I mean, the amount of pressure I was under was unbelievable. It was like, I could never like go over to their house without it coming up. Um, it was constant and it was like always being compared to my cousins and talking about kids and I'm getting older and like, I can't have kids. I mean, it was constant. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, It's a lot. it, It was too much. And this is the thing. And something that I've learned in therapy is me growing up, I never was like that girl that could really like imagine myself like being married and being a mom. That was never something that came naturally to me. Like I, if I'm being totally real and honest right now, it's going to sound bad. I always liked the idea of a wedding because I liked the idea of like getting dressed up and like being the center of attention and like that type of shit. Like it's my own show. But the the idea of actually like a man being there next to me and like being in love and it feeling natural and like having kids and being a mom, that Mm -hmm. never came naturally, naturally, naturally to me. Yeah. What came naturally to me growing up was – I always said, like, I want to own my own business. I want to have a penthouse in New York. I want to be, like, famous. I want to be an entertainer. Like, a nanny can raise my kids. Like, I was always, like, I'm going to make something of myself. Gotcha. So that was very, like, it was just me trying to make other people happy. (laughs) Okay. Gotcha. If that makes sense. And that's something that's been really hard for me to, like, come to terms with. And Mm -hmm. mind you, if I ever, like, meet a man that, like, absolutely sweeps me off of my feet and he's, like, the one for me, like, Mm -hmm. yes, like, I would love to get married and, like, maybe have a kid or two. But is that something that, like, I – if I'm being totally honest, is like something that is like on my list of to-dos? No. Since I was a very little kid, like making something of myself and like Mm -hmm. having a voice in the world is what I've wanted, not marriage and kids and stay-at-home wife type shit. Okay. Wow. All right. I love that for you. I feel like I've always been like a good mix. Like I definitely always wanted to be like my own boss, like professional athlete or like get on TV, do all that. But then I also have always wanted like a husband and children. Like I really have always wanted kids. So, I mean, I would love to be like super rich enough to <laughs> have the best of both worlds. But um, I know, man. It's tough. Yeah, like, it's a very weird thing for me to, because like, I know if I had kids, I would be an incredible mom. And yeah. I know if I had a husband, I would be, I would be an incredible wife. But it's just like, it's never been at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. And I really like let, my family and like what they think is like how you should live your life really get in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. I feel like that happens a lot though. Cause I feel like a lot of families, like everyone just like has an input or like want what's, they want what's best for you, but they don't realize what's best for you could be different from what they think is what's best for you. And I think that's like everyone's family goes through situations like that. Like, I feel like I'm definitely like the black sheep of the family. I beat to my yeah. own drum. And like, I'm sure sometimes my parents are like, oh, dude, she needs to get it together. But I'm yeah. like, you know, they still no. love me and it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the same thing. Like I'm definitely, oh, not definitely a, a thousand percent the black sheep. Like my family is very much like they are totally cool and happy and like love the fact that they have like stability and they're going to wake up every day and do the same thing and do the nine to five at the same job Mm -hmm. for 30, 40 years 
pay their bills, retire. That's great. Like they're, that's their, what they want. And that's perfectly fine. If that's what you want in your life. For me, that is actually one of the most terrifying, (laughs) horrific things that could ever happen to me. Like the the idea of like going to the same job every single day for Mm -hmm. 34 years, paying my bills and then dying. And that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. Like absolutely the fuck not. Like, <laughs> I absolutely like, couldn't be me. Couldn't be yeah, me. Yeah, I, I, I'm just like honestly so impulsive. Like I feel like I'm always changing what I'm doing, where I'm living. Like it's like yeah, it's I a blessing need, and a curse. <laughs> I need to be constant. It, exactly, it's a blessing and a curse. But I need to constantly <laughs> be like changing, switching things up, leveling up. Like mm-hmm. constantly. Like I cannot be stagnant. Like it's yeah. it's that's a that's prison. Prison Abs- for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Ugh, the one things- thing I hated so what? much though in this is that you were blaming yourself and Oh, we're going to get into that. Okay. <laughs> we're going to get okay. into that. <laughs> so, a few things again, I'm sorry that this is kind of going on a tangent, but I feel like out of all the clips, mine was obviously the worst. Um, one thing that I did say before we get into me blaming myself I said everything happens for a reason. If we and if we aren't meant to be, we aren't meant to be, and we both deserve the best. I think that's still facts, though. Yeah. Like, you know, like I still totally believe that. I do believe in everything happens for a reason. I do believe if you're meant to be with someone, you're gonna be with someone. And even though I don't think he's the greatest person, I still wish the best for him. And I know that I deserve the best. Absolutely. (laughs) Everything I said there is facts. Yeah. Um, Also, we just talked about the whole family thing. I admitted that I'm freaking out this entire time. They edited out a lot of this bonfire fun fact because me and Mark, we actually talked about it um, when we interviewed Mark. Me and Mark got into it at this bonfire. What? I need to hear about this. Okay. About what? Because Mark is an intuitive person, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, he could tell that I was full of shit. He even said, he even said, he's like, this is literally the exact opposite of what you said when you got here. Yeah. And I was just trying to stay cool, calm, and collected because I kept reminding myself I'm on national TV. Like, don't freak out yet. It's too early in the process. Mm -hmm. And he could see through that. Mm. So he was like calling me out on it. And I was getting defensive and being like, if I tell you like, this is how I feel right now, this is how I fucking feel. Wow. Like, don't get in my face or like raise your voice at me. And me and him were like going back at it, back and forth. No, it was like a scene. Like people saw another side of me. wow and I'm surprised they didn't like I feel like there was so many juicy things and like I'm sure like every season that could have been aired that would have like I don't know well this is the thing is like we've always said everyone has a storyline you know like when you get cast and I was obviously like gonna be like America's sweetheart heartbroken gets cheated on like Mm -hmm. girl if I'm like spitting fire at the host bonfire one like that's not going to fit in my storyline and mm. who I was supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that would have been completely that would have been me more of like a villain. Right. And that yeah. wouldn't have fit into their shit. So even though I'm not like proud of it, that is a very real side of me and yeah, me and him got into it and I think like a day or two later when we had a dark day, 
I was sitting by the pool, like eating a salad with Shari and he like came and pulled me aside and he like apologized. And then I apologized and we both started crying and it was like a whole kumbaya moment, but no dude, we got into it. Wow. Holy shit. No, it was wild. Um, okay. The, when I end, this is the last thing I'll say, and then you can let me know your thoughts on me blaming myself. Okay. Um, I said at the end of all this, I was like, he's my best friend. He's the love. I can't even say this with a straight face. (laughs) I literally say, I was like, he's my best friend. He's the love of my life. I can't be with anyone else. I really can't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I listen, I like as much as I want to be like, what the fuck were you thinking? I was um, like, I fell victim to that as well. Because I in know. the moment, you genuinely, I can't explain the feeling of being on this island. I, I can never explain it. Like, I've tried to, like, my close friends, my family, like, everyone. It's we say really it a lot on the, pod, yeah. on the podcast. But it's like, this is a feeling that I've never felt before. And I never will feel again. Like you are men. in, like, an out-of-body yeah. experience. And you genuinely feel like your world is coming to an end yeah. like every single day for a month. Like you have yeah. no idea what's going to happen. So it's like, you're kind of in fight or flight. And as 100%, much as I-, I was in fight or flight for a yeah. month straight. Yeah. I was and fighting for my life on that island. <laughs> and literally you feel things that you never thought you were going to feel. And like in the moment, you like can't tell me differently. Like it's like, this is how I feel. I don't care. Reg- and yeah. It's like, it's not one of those things where it's like you're you're like trying to force something or like you're you convince yourself you you feel this way. It's like you genuinely feel it and you yeah. mean those feelings. So you being like like I can't be without him and like he's my best friend and all that. Like in the moment that shit is real. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I you just can't explain it to people. You really can't. It's just so weird. I can't believe I was like I mean now you know me pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think you've seen me get pretty upset over like one guy, but even that I bounce back really quick from. Yeah. I don't get down bad for guys like that. Like I I was down bad. <laughs> I cannot even believe it. Like I was like so shook by the behavior. Okay. Cause I do not get like that over men. Okay. You guys, it is so, it doesn't fucking happen. Okay. Also dated for so long. Like for a while, he was like all you knew. You know it's what I mean? Just, it's bizarre to me, Aaron. Cause now you know me well. It, yeah. It's bizarre. <laughs> no, I, I like, could never imagine you saying that now or like it's just totally weird (laughs) it is weird it is weird but like don't be too hard on yourself I'm not I'm not being hard on myself it's just so shocking because like even like even the person that I was upset over a few months ago even that and I will say like I own it Aaron you were there I was really upset for like a week yeah but then it was like seven days snap we're back like we're, we're good, we're good. Yeah. Like, we, bounced like, back. we bounced back quick okay yes, it's like yes. felt it done on to the next like, like that's how I operate like this is crazy to me that I really was down bad like this mm-hmm. um and then I just want to say for anyone that's ever felt like because I always have people in my dms and they're always like 
thank you so much. Cause like I've learned how to leave toxic relationships or how am I ever going to get over him? Like you guys, I really, in that moment, I truly believe that like what Aaron just said, like I really, with everything in my heart and soul, I was like, I'm never going to get over him. Like he's the only person I can ever be with. He's the only person I can feel this way. Like I believe that with everything in me. And I'm telling you you guys, four years later, not only have I had feelings for other guys, I've had my heart broken by other people. Like it's, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Like you're going to be fine. As soon as you meet someone else that like really gives you like those good butterflies and you're excited about, and you realize that you can have feelings for someone else, that's like the start of healing because you're like, okay, like I can feel like this about other people. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. It's crazy because in the moment you're like, I'm never going to get over this. Like I cannot it, be without this person. Like I'm going to change. They're going to change. Yeah. We're going to ride off into the sunset together. It's going to be a fairy tale. And then it's just not that. <laughs> it's just not that. <laughs> and then you're in therapy and <laughs> packing your stuff up from your house and moving out. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. I'm so dead. But that being said, you when do you bounce least, back. Yeah. And when yeah. you least expect it, you're going to meet someone, multiple people that surprise you. And you're going to have feelings that you like are like, wow, like, I don't know where the hell this happened, how it came mm-hmm. from. And you're going to be like, okay, like if I can feel this way about someone else, like my person is out there. You know yes, what I mean? Completely agree. So I just had to say that because I was just like shook that I said that. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, like. <laughs> Case, you're gonna be just fine. <laughs> it's gonna You'll be, okay. be You'll just be okay. fine. Okay, so moving on. Um, so guys, get back for back to the beach villa. Mm-hmm. Um, typical Evan, he thinks that the girls, us, his the girlfriends, we need to loosen up a little bit more. Yeah, they're like, I honestly thought we were gonna see a lot worse. They're like living right? on cloud nine. <laughs> um, we already mentioned this, but Carl admits he thinks he needs to tighten up a little mm-hmm. bit. John but at the same man. time, he this is he says, uh, you know, I need to tighten up a little bit, but at the same time, I'm being myself. Something about Carl, like, just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Like, I feel oh. like he really thinks he can do no wrong. It's like, I Agre- need to agree. do this, but this, but this. Like, there's an excuse for everything, it seems like. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I just. That's very I mean, on brand of him. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're, I'm actually surprised you're, you read him very well. Cause I like, I knew him very well in real life. So, oh, okay. you know, like I've like vacationed and partied with him on numerous occasions. So it's <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know him and I don't I know, know him at all. And it's interesting how well you're reading him just from the little you've seen so far. Ooh. Um, okay. John mentioning the not being a good dad thing. Um, dude, that whole thing is so tough and that the guys are all like, upset for him john opens up about his dad a little bit we talk more about it later and we're gonna go into depth on that but so we know that something happened with his dad at this point and that's why like this comment specifically is like really irking him yeah well and we also know that she knows what happened yeah which is so it's it's tough and it's honestly a shame because when he's talking, you can see him tearing up. Honestly, yeah. the guys are are really 
they seem a little distraught about it too. They are, yeah. They, oh. they have to watch what this, you know, what she's saying about him. And it's just, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it is a tough scene. Yeah. You can tell the guys are all genuine, genuinely upset for, for him, which I think is kind of cool. It shows how the bonds on that Island, like real, especially with like the couples mm-hmm. just like develop so fast. Yeah. Um, Javen talks about how Shari doesn't seem to be having a good time and he's worried about what she could have seen. Yeah. Which I think is like, that's on brand for them. Um, anything else before we head back over to the mountain villa and what's going down over there? No, I feel like that's about it for that. So we go back to the mountain villa and I have some behind the scenes hilariousness, um, that we're going to get into, but it's <laughs> me, me and Shari crying. Like I'm in the chair bundled up mascara tears. <laughs> She's yes. crying. Um, okay. So I, before we talk about like the things that we say, mm-hmm. fun fact, you guys, after that bonfire, cause me and Shari both did not have good clips. The other girls weren't super thrilled with theirs, but wasn't obviously nearly as bad. Me and Shari, I mean, we freaked out. You know, like they didn't show a lot of it, but I think our bonfire maybe ended around like 10, 11. Mm-hmm. We were up to like 3, 3.30 in the morning. We refused to film. We were like, we're done. We ain't doing shit. Um, it was not good. Okay. Like it was not good. So they had us film that scene because we were both crying and upset and freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like I was like asleep in the kitchen at one point. It was not good. Like full blown mental breakdown. Okay. Shit shut down. They had us film that scene at like three in the morning. They actually woke Katie up to film that. Okay. Oh my gosh. And then this is where last week when I told you guys like production shut down for like two or three days, one Mm -hmm. of them was a dark day. Me, when I tell you me and Shari were done, like we were done. Like the next morning after this, we were like, I don't think you guys understand. Like, we're not down anymore. Like, we want plane tickets. We're going home. I even said, I was like, you don't even need to tell Evan that I'm gone. Like, do he, I was like, you can like leave him here, like do his thing. I was like, but I can't do this. Like, I need a plane ticket home. Like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Shari was on the same page. So th- at that point, production went into like disaster mode. Yeah. Like, survival mode like we need to get these girls back on board mm-hmm. and that's when I kind of realized like oh fuck like they're not gonna let us leave like they yeah. need us you yeah. know like we're stuck like whether yeah. we like it or not because at that point like a whole day was shut down the next day they took us to like lunch we got our nails done we went shopping we didn't see we didn't see the single guys for like almost I think it was almost three days because at one point we had a photo shoot one of the days mm-hmm. and the single guys were like hidden in a part of the mountain villa and they, they saw, actually, I remember this so vividly. I went to get food and I saw Val's face for the first time. And he was like, he looked at me, he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Like kind of rolled my eyes, but he obviously knew like we were not okay. Cause they did not see us for like three fucking days wow. after the bonfire. I, my mind is blown, but honestly, oh no, it was so bad. I'm a little upset because, and let me tell you why. I have like nine mental breakdowns and no one offered for me to get my nails done or take me shopping or get me lunch. So 
I think what it was, Erin, honestly, because it was like the first season and the first bonfire. Yeah. I think production was like, oh shit, we pushed them like too much too quickly mm-hmm. and we're going to lose like two main cast members. So it was like major damage control. Because when I say like me and Shari were like, we don't give a fuck, like mm-hmm. get us a plane ticket. Like we're done. Like I'm not doing the yeah. show. Like that's where we were at. So they wow. were like, okay, pause production. We're doing less bonfires. Like we need to get these girls feeling good and back on track because right Ooh. now we're losing two of our main cast members and it's season one and we need this show to be good. Holy shit. I wonder if there's, if there was anything though, like in your guy's contract that would have been like, I don't you know. can't leave or like we can sue you type vibes. Dude, it was so bad. They even had um one of the main producers that we all like really bonded with because she was in charge of like the couples before we separated. And then mm-hmm. she was like a beach villa like guys producer. Her mm-hmm. name was actually Casey. We actually asked for Casey. We were like, we want to talk to Casey. And they had Casey leave the beach villa, leave the guys and come to us, brought us Starbucks. She actually said, she was like, oh, we asked all of your men, like what your favorite Starbucks drinks were. And they, she got all of our favorite Starbucks drinks and brought them and like talked with us. We're like, you guys wow. calm down. Like it's bonfire one. Like nothing's even happening yet. Right. Trying to get us like back in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> Wild, right? Did it Fun happen? Fact. Did it happen again though as you guys started seeing worse or like with you? No, because we kind of knew at that point because when I I'm not even joking, I'm not joking around like we really were like get us a plane ticket. We no, really were I like, mean, like we're done. So when we realized this is the thing, when we realized we were dead ass serious like get uh-huh. us a plane ticket, we were done with the show and then they were like getting us Starbucks and getting us to take our nails done and stopping filming. We were like, okay, like they're no dude, they need us. <laughs> like they're not letting us leave. Yeah. So at but, that point it hit us. Like there's no point. Like we're, we're, we're going through this experience, whether right. we like it or not. Yeah. Holy like it shit. is what it is. We're here and we're not going anywhere and they're going to give us massages and nails to get us happy again. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Yours is different though. Cause you, you were in COVID. I know. Oh, so sad. Yeah, you couldn't do you couldn't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um All right, so let's get into what you ladies were talking about. Sharon yeah. says she's been in a relationship for so long, she feels like she lost a part of her own identity. Yeah. And that made me sad. That made me I sad think, too. Cuz I honestly do feel like that happens more than it should in relationships. I think it happens extremely often. Yeah. I think it happens. Honestly, I'm going to make a strong fucking statement right now. I think it happens the majority of the time people yeah. are in long-term relationships. Yeah. And they, and you know what? People probably don't even realize it's happening. No, no they don't Ugh. realize it un- unless that relationship ends and then they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So if the re- relationship never ends, if they end up getting married and stuff, it's just, yeah. I think a lot of people lose themselves in relationships. Yeah. I think it's natural. I think it's like, keeping your independence is something that you have to like constantly work on. Yeah. Um, so then you, <laughs> Oh God, <laughs> you start opening up about how you realize some of the things you were worried about in your relationship were just small things. Oh, <laughs> and basically how coming here wasn't a good choice. Um, and I, and I just what do you want to say before I dive into this? This is actually a good thing. This is actually a good thing. Like I just like when I was watching this, I thought like how you're so upset being like coming here 
wasn't the right choice. I shouldn't have done this. And it's like now looking at yourself, like this was exactly the choice you needed. Yep, like, 100%. isn't that crazy that it's like, imagine if you guys never went on the show. I'm sorry. Like some bad shit I feel like would have went down. Like no, I just feel like. A thousand percent. To be honest, I'm going to keep it so real right now. And this is like, I'm going to keep it real. You guys, I was in a very, I don't want to get emotional. I was in a very, very dark place before TI. Yeah. And I honestly don't know if I would still be alive today if I was still with him. Like, I'm just being like dead fucking real honest. Like, when I say Temptation Island saved my life. Wow. I'm about to cry. That like, (laughs) I'm not joking. Like, it's the best thing to ever happen to me. I'm like so mentally i'm still yeah. mentally ill <laughs> okay but and, and cute and cute mentally, <laughs> mentally ill and cute however i am like so happy and like so peaceful and like i have my mental health under control for the most part mm-hmm. i like want to be here i'm excited for my future i have no toxicity in my life but no you guys my life what you guys saw on the show was a tiny little percentage like i was in a fucking dark hopeless place (laughs) so ti saved my life like it was hard and it was traumatic but i would do it a thousand more times to be where i am today right absolutely (laughs) well good for you i mean that's that was so deep that actually like shook me a little bit like really did like i'm like oh my god dude aaron i'm like it's so fucking real that's why i was like recapping this season's gonna be wild for me because like this shit saved my fucking life yeah Yeah. like so wild it it is Um, crazy So some of the things that I wanted to say about this conversation that me and Shari had. So first off, the the issues between me and Evan are not small, like at all. So me saying that they're small, they're really fucking big. I mean, I just got emotional talking about a little snippet of it. You guys, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm just insecure, you guys. In this moment, I'm just insecure Mm -hmm. and I know it's over and I'm doing whatever I can and I'm saying whatever I can to save the situation. That is what's happening right now. Yeah. And one thing that I want to say too is something that I've learned in like therapy is I definitely, this is one of my toxic traits. I feel like it's big big of people to admit when they're toxic. And I do, I have toxic traits. I feel like in order to attract the type of toxic situation I was in, Uh you have to be a little bit toxic yourself. (laughs) Okay. There's just, it is what it is. I like when I get rejected by a guy, something that I've had to get really good at is it's almost like I want what I can't have. It's like when I had that guy, it was like no big deal. But then it's like my ego kicks in and then I'll do whatever I need to do to like get them back or save it. And it has nothing to do with the guy or like, right. it's like an ego thing. Mm, <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And I've healed that. I've, I don't do that shit anymore, but that's what's happening right now. Mm. You guys, like I know in my heart and soul that like it's over and it's a lost cause and that these aren't small things. But it's like in this moment, it's like I'm just trying to save the situation because I want to win. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I yeah, I absolutely do. And then the last thing I'm going to say, ultimatums aren't stupid. I was – I wrote that. <laughs> you did? I swear to God. I said literally like 
I agree with ultimatums under the right circumstances are necessary. <laughs> yes. So I, I, I literally that. said, I was like in my confessional, girls, don't do it. Never don't do, it. do it. Um, mm-hmm. No, everyone, don't listen to that. Girls, do it. Please do it. Do ultimatums it. are the way to go. Okay. Have, I stand by that. Have high standards. And if yes. you need to give an ultimatum, give an ultimatum. Exactly. Like, because like, think about it. There's a reason you're giving the ultimatum. Yeah. Like, if you didn't need to, you wouldn't have to. Like, exactly. But- if you're with like a good person and you're in a healthy situation, there's no need for an ultimatum. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I agree. And then I just wanted to say, because I say some more crazy fucking statements in this time, I'm never going to forgive myself, all this shit. Mm-hmm. I just want to make it very clear that ladies if you ever feel or men if you ever feel like this this is how I feel today after watching that clip I'm glad I lost him I've forgiven myself for allowing myself to like be this weak like this is so weak like the Mm -hmm. shit that I'm saying right now over someone who like literally couldn't care less about me and for not loving myself so like I feel like I'm so good I've recovered just fine and everything I'm saying, blaming myself, it's like sad to watch. But like I said, I needed to experience it. So if you've ever felt that way, you guys, I promise you're going to be just fine. Yeah. I think everyone has to go through that in order to like reach their highest self. You know what I mean? Like rock bottom. <laughs> For you, it was on television. Same. But like, <laughs> it's okay. Like, <laughs> I know. That's like one thing where I'm like – um because a lot of this is like super embarrassing that it's like on national television. But when, when people like slide in my DMs, they're like, if people have never, if people are like hating on you or don't understand like the things that you were saying or how you were acting, they've never been in this situation because the things you're saying and the things that how you're acting, people all over the world, a crazy amount of people have done the same exact shit, except yeah. it just wasn't on national television. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude. Wild stuff. That was a wild night. That was a wild emotional <laughs> night. <laughs> um, okay, date selection. Yeah, it, on in in uh, better news, it's date <laughs> selection. Second date selection, and it starts with you girls. Yes. Mark, did you notice he gave that little speech about like everything needs to be like calmed down. We're going to separate you guys from your boyfriends. He gave that speech because we hadn't filmed for three days. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I would so, have yeah. never picked up on that. That's crazy. Fun fact. So you choose Justin though. Why? Because he's mark. fucking hot. He is hot. He is hot. But like I wasn't sure if there if you guys had like talked or if like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So we had talked a little bit. And honestly, out of everyone in the house, I was most like physically attracted to him. Okay. So at that point, after my bonfire, my little three days off and like getting my head on straight, I was like, mm-hmm. I need to go on a date with like a hot guy that like if I wasn't in a relationship with, I would want to date in real life. Yeah. And Justin was that guy. So I was like, I'm I'm going, I'm picking him. Nobody yeah. else picked him just in mind for the day. <laughs> he is hot. He's um, so hot. He, like TV doesn't even do him justice. Like he is a beautiful, beautiful, stunning man. <laughs> Honestly. Um, all right. Katie chooses when. 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 Like, um, like I'm going to win a game. Okay. When. <laughs> Why didn't she choose Johnny. So I, did you notice that Johnny, as she's walking up, he's like, I got this one. And then he didn't get that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think her conversation with when in the pool or jacuzzi, wherever they were, where they were like opening up about just different things. Mm -hmm. I think that really like she had a real connection with him. So yeah, I think when and her just had a very genuine conversation and I think that really surprised her and she just wanted to explore that connection. Hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So um, Shari chooses Tyler. Yep. Shari chooses Tyler. And Nicole. Oh, did you? Yes. I, I was like, when it happened, I was a little surprised by that. Um, just cause I feel like they like kind of switched it up there. Didn't Nicole go Choose. on Tyler the first time and Shari went with James? Yes. yes. Yeah. So they kind of did a little switcheroo. But I mean, we're like dating and getting to know these guys. So right. it, it makes sense to like switch it up a little bit. Second date. Jack is so funny. He's cracking me up when he's like, it, he kept thinking he was going to get picked. And we kept <laughs> picking people right behind him. That was like so unintentional, but I thought it was freaking hilarious. He's literally like, they keep walking up to me, like making eye contact <laughs> and then just like going right over him. Right. And then Justin and Val in the confessional kind of cracked me up when Justin's like, just give him a chance. He'll be making you laugh so hard your panties would have fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, too much. Um, okay, so then we go over to date selection at the beach villa. Mm-hmm. And John picks Rachel. Yep. Any thoughts? Not really. Um, yeah. Evan picks Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, I just put that she seems genuinely surprised. And then I just like, I know him well, or I did know him well. Evan definitely saw her as a challenge based on <laughs> how she acted the night before. Okay. Um, so I definitely was like, yep, that's going to be a turn on her, like not wanting him. <laughs> yeah, Interesting. Okay. So I guess his story checks out then. Cause he's like, I wanted to pick her because she's like, she no, said that's she all- didn't like me. Like that was immediate. Like this is a challenge. She's not like, like, yeah, he was like down as soon as she was like screaming that she doesn't have a crush on him. He was like, okay, take her on a date. (laughs) A hundred percent. Um, Javen picks Erica. Yep. And then Carl picks Allie, which I thought was wild because they did not show one fucking second of their date. No. Did you realize that? Not at all. Oh my God. Yeah, they never did. I didn't realize that the first time I watched it, and I didn't realize it to really until almost the end of this episode, but they did not show a minute of their date. Wow. I wonder why. I wonder if anything I, happened. I wonder why, too, because that's kind of wild. That is wild. Hmm. Um, Morgan says in her confessional that she's overwhelmed by her date with Evan. I think she like doesn't really know what to think of it because they kind of got into it the day before. Yeah. I feel like um, she was she was like genuinely very confused. Yeah, no, for sure. She it seems genuinely confused and well, like very surprised. Even when he was walking up, she was like under her breath, Brittany. Like yeah, that, like she she was, mm-hmm. she was shocked. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny how she was like plot twist because right nobody saw that yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So now they pan over to we start our little horseback riding date, which was so much fun, I will say. After we were like stuck in the house for three days, crying, upset, production shut down. This was like our first like little we're out of the house experiencing yeah. life. Um, it felt really good to be doing this. Yeah. We all were like 
very happy this day. What I liked about the dates too, like I, I appreciated that they made the first couple dates um, in groups. Yeah. Because like it definitely eased the way of like breaking the awkwardness, like the kind of like tension, yep. everyone being a little nervous. Like I remember like really appreciating that because you don't really know what you're doing until that morning of. Yeah. Like I remember being told like what to wear, like when we but woke up being like put this what on. You're doing. You don't know what you're doing, you don't know where you're going, you don't know who you're going with other than the date you chose, but like yeah. you never know if it's going to be a group one, individual, two on two until literally you're walking to the van. Yeah. So it's like I remember like the first two dates I think were group group and then eventually it was like two and two and then like one and you're just like oh like no no I loved it too because I um yeah I definitely get nervous like dating like that like Mm -hmm. one-on-one it's it's a lot for me so yeah the whole group scenario was like my cup of tea (laughs) like 100% um Quick side note, why did they have to show the horse's penis? Like, can we unpack that? <laughs> can we unpack that? Um, I was going to say, before we get into the penis, I just wanted to acknowledge that Katie and Wynn seem, like, genuinely comfortable with each other. Like, yeah. super cute and comfortable. But, yeah, so the re- – first off, Wynn on the horse while the wiener was out – was hilarious like the show showed a tiny bit of it but I think the reason why it got into the show is because it was like kind of like a a scene like it was like a whole ordeal we were all cracking up like crying (laughs) laughing when was like being hilarious it was like a whole funny like little bonding moment but no it was wild like I've never seen a horse's dick and let me tell you I never (laughs) want to see it again oh my god it was horrific (laughs) like we were blown away like blown away It was like, listen, I'm going to show you guys a good time on this date. <laughs> no, dude. We were like, okay, this is the way to break the ice for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's why it got on the show because it definitely broke the ice for everyone, especially because oh the energy was like really dark the past like three days. Right. Um. Uh, so, so we go over to the zip lining. Yep. Javen praying before zip lining <laughs> cracks me he's up. He's so funny. Like he is like actually so funny. And I have it like six times in my notes this episode. I know. Same. <laughs> he's hilarious. He kills me. Oh my gosh. This, it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it does. It does. But let me tell you, like, this is another red flag, one of many, that I noticed with Evan, like right away. Oh God, what? He's so worried about proving Morgan wrong that he's not the guy she thinks he is. First of all, bro, you've literally known her for 70, 72 hours. Like, yeah. why do you care so badly what this girl thinks about you, number one? Yeah. Number two, like – Because like, he's love-bombing her. Dude, it's like you don't know her. Why do you care what a random person thinks about you? Especially someone who openly said that they didn't like you. Like, yes. I just – he's like, you know, I really want to prove – like to her that like I'm not I'm not the guy she thinks I am. Who gives a fuck if she thinks you're that way? <laughs> the hell? Why don't you pick a girl who doesn't think you're that way? Make it easy for you. Like because a few things. Number one, she was a challenge because she made it mm-hmm. so clear she wasn't down and she was like screaming at the top of her lungs that she doesn't have a crush on him. Number right. two, he knew his situation with me back home off the island was not going well and he was about to be kicked to the curb if he didn't get his shit together. Mm-hmm. He needed he needed a new person quick. So this is love bombing, everyone. 
Yeah, watch, he's it, watch it take place. Master He's looking for new supply right now, and Morgan is it. <laughs> okay. Oh that is gosh. what's going down, which is, like, so wild to watch. Like, I'm sure any, like, therapist, like, would watch this season mm-hmm. and just be like, this is textbook. Like, I just think it's such a red flag to care so much about, like, trying to prove someone wrong who you don't know. Yeah. Like, you have a whole-ass girlfriend like who you should be proving wrong. Like it's just like I was like skeeved out when he was like so concerned about making sure this girl didn't think – like it's like people like that who are constantly trying to defend themselves are the ones that are most guilty. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like with with, that's a pattern with him. It's like he always needs to like try to make sure everyone knows like he's not a certain way, but it's like you are that way. (laughs) Yeah. You're getting a little too defensive and now you look guilty. Like, Yeah. Actions speak louder than words. I thought it was hilarious when all the girls cheers to John's package. They're like, everything is bigger in Texas. Yeah. Oh, that was cute. That was freaking funny. So then we pan back over and Nicole, Nicole and James, she cracks me up and she screams on the horse. And then James is like, don't scream. Not only will you scare the horse, you're going to scare the shit out of me. And she's like, he tripped. (laughs) This made me miss her so much. I love Nicole. She cracks me up. Like when she's like comfortable (laughs) and herself, she's just one of the funniest fucking people. And I'm, I'm, this really genuinely made me miss her. Oh, um, so then we go to Katie and when yeah. Katie admits she's attracted to his personality. And I just have to say, like, just side note, like, I genuinely love when like he's just one of the absolutely like, best people I saw him like two months ago, I think. Okay. Um, I just he's the best. I love him. And watching this show just made me realize like he's such a good guy. I feel like I mean, this night was a blur because I was like, got really really drunk but like the night of the like reunion we went to like a reunion party in LA uh-huh and we went with like Chelsea and Tom and he's a bunch in of- he's in like LA nightlife so you probably saw him I think he was there I-, I think I met him briefly like literally introduced myself he introduced himself but like I don't again I don't know anything about him he seems very very nice though and he seems great on the show yeah no he's always- a it's always nice when like your personality on TV checks out in real life. No, he's the best. Like he, um, so I don't really let like guys come over to my house. Like that's not a thing that I do. Like very few men have come over to my house. Mm-hmm. Wynn is actually one of the few people that I've ever let come over to my house and has met Nova. Um, I know. And Nova, this is a f- crazy thing. Nova doesn't like guys like it's Mm -hmm. so weird she's just very protective like she loves my dad she loves my brothers but men she's just not about and Wynn is no joke one of the only people ever that like the second he came in she immediately loved him like wasn't barking at him was like snuggling Mm -hmm. up with him so that was like so wild to me yeah, dogs can tell though. They have oh, like senses. She, she loves him. And then mm-hmm. the last time I saw Wynn, I hadn't seen him in a really long time. I saw him out in LA. We were like at a bar, hung out the whole night. And then he like drove us to a different party. And then when we said bye, 
he like gave me a hug he's like casey like don't go like be breaking too many hearts he's like be safe like he's just the nicest guy like yeah. i love him he Aww. thinks very highly of me and i think very highly of him like i i will never have a bad thing to say about that guy and That's watching great. this show just like reminded me like right. wow like he really like his personality comes out on the show oh um okay so back to zip lining yeah. John- well, actually, real quick, I wanted to ask you, though, about their conversation and how you felt about it. What about it? So, like – Let me know your thoughts. So, Katie and Wynn are talking and, like, she kind of makes a comment, like, if we had a daughter and I was your wife, like, would you put, like, her in front of me? Like, would you oh, yeah, give yeah, her yeah. more attention than me? And, like, I was just wondering, like, I don't know. I thought it was a little weird. Yeah. That's, like, very on brand of Katie, though. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, from what, like, we, yeah. like we've talked about and and seeing on the show, that, like, makes sense. But I, was I thought actually, he handled it well. Yeah, he did. I thought he handled it well. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just the fact that she's even talking about marriage and kids like that is just, like, wild to me. Yeah. That's why it's just, like, her and Evan were definitely the two that were the most, like, gung-ho with this whole experience, like mm-hmm. she, like you'll, she did, she dove in. She dove, she dove in. in. Yeah. Good, good for her though. <laughs> good for her. Good. All right. I'm sorry. Just wanted to ask, but no, yeah, it was a little weird, a little awkward. Um, but yeah, very on brand for Katie. I think that's why I didn't even like write anything. Cause it's just like uh, Katie being Katie. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, John seems way more relaxed with Rachel. Mm-hmm. And oh, before we, Katie admitted in her confessional that she's like a tough love kind of person. Yeah. So I thought that was good that she said that because I think it like explains her a little bit more. I don't think it's an excuse for the things that come out of her mouth and sometimes yeah. the way that she treats people. But I think that definitely like explains her yeah. a little bit. Oh, no, I'm telling you, I see a lot of similarities with Katie because like I'm a very tough love person too. It wasn't shown on my season. I mean, there were glimpses like in the beginning, but like yeah. outside of that, like I am a very like I can be a little hard on you if I want yeah. the best for you. And like I, I sometimes can push the boundaries of like it it coming off like I'm attacking you, like because yeah. I give off tough love. And I'm learning to be a little more like sensitive and like empathetic in that area and not be so like, you know, t- attack, yeah. attack, attack. But it's hard, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, but so I wanted to bring that up before we talked about John and Rachel, but I didn't have much to say about them. I just noticed that he seems way more relaxed with Rachel than he did with Hannah. And he even said that. Yeah. And then Rachel admits in her confessional that she feels like John is like kind of already giving up on Katie. Yeah. The one thing I honestly took out of this conversation was that poor girl explaining how after her and her ex broke up, he kicked her out of the house. And then a month yeah. later, another girl moved in. Yeah. So actually me and Rachel used to be really close and we were roommates for a little bit back in the day, oh, wow. like year, years ago. Um, Yeah, dude, she went through a very similar narcissistic situation that I did. And yeah, it's a sad freaking story. He was basically cheating on her. Though. She's open about it, so I'm not exposing it. Mm-hmm. She, he was basically cheating on her the entire time. And then, like, blindsided her out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, you have to be talking to someone else for a while yeah. if they're moving in a month later. Like, honestly, that, like, whew. 
Yeah. I was like, damn, that poor girl. But yeah. she seems really cute. Like I feel yeah, like she's a cute, she fun, seems, bubbly, yeah. great, great girl. She actually, I think she's in like a serious relationship now. She lives in Germany. Like she's <laughs> killing, like life is good for Rachel. Wow. Good yeah, for her. I know. Um, um, Morgan and Evan, I just put that they seem really comfortable with each other and he apologizes and they agree to start fresh. Yeah. But I also, I will say though, I love how Evan's apologizing to Morgan for doing absolutely nothing wrong. I know. Why, like not to defend Evan in any sense, I know. but like, why is he saying he's sorry? I know. Like, seriously, like, I'm, like, so confused. Wasn't she the one screaming at him and her best friend? And he was, like, so, like, so shocked and had no idea what was going on. Like, I literally was, like, dude. I'm confused by the whole situation as well, to be honest. I feel like there had to have been more that happened. Yeah. Like, it just, yeah, the whole thing just seems weird to me. I think he's maybe apologizing because he, like, tech, like, remember how I told you I heard from the single girls that he, like, definitely had more of a part in that whole shit yeah, storm. Yeah, okay, okay. So I think maybe he was a bigger factor mm-hmm. in that blow up. Yeah. And we just didn't see it. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, it doesn't really make sense to me either. But I yeah. also feel like people who are always like apologizing, not in like a – because I, I say sorry a lot too when I'm like – um. I don't know. You know me. Like, I'm a very, like, I want to make sure everyone's, yeah. like, okay type person. But I feel like someone like Evan, who is, like, kind of good at manipulating, like, by him apologizing, it's to, like, make himself look good and, like, it, try I, to, like, manipulate exactly the situation do. back. Exactly what he's doing. Like, 100% what he's doing. <laughs> God. Okay. It's, hard, it's hard to watch, but no, you just hit the nail on the head. <laughs> he's trying to give back in her good graces and follow through with his plan that he's had probably the entire time that we've been casting and going through this process. God. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, man. Because he, I think he knew like on the date with Brittany, like she saw through his shit. Yeah. He knows a lot of the other girls th- saw through his shit. Mm-hmm. And right now he thought he was like, Morgan, I can butter her up. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Which is like so fucked up, but it's just a fact. Yeah. Um, I thought the edit of me and Justin in slow motion riding the horses was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that's a cute little edit. No, it is. He's <laughs> right? so And he's so cute. I wrote it in my notes here, not in like the first date selection, but in this one, I was like, oh, he is so cute. Like, I know. I put in my notes too. Justin is so hot. Yeah. <laughs> like... He, I remember this entire date. I was just like, it felt weird because I'm like, okay, I need to be like loyal to my boyfriends. But the whole time I was just like, I am so attracted to this man. Like I would date this man like in a heartbeat. With that being said, did he also have a dateable personality? True. Yeah. He, um, he had such good advice. We actually, they didn't show it, but we, we talked about like deep shit. We talked about like our families. He also grew up in a religious family. I like opened up to him and cried to him, which is like very unlike me. Like I don't cry to like strangers like that. He made me feel like very comfortable. He continued to tell me like, this whole thing like everything about it is like doesn't look good like you deserve so much more than this like there's something wrong with this guy like 
me and him have like a very deep conversation and like a very good day together. Like it was fun when it was fun. And then it was like deep and real when it was like deep and real and hot as hell. So it was an overall (laughs) amazing time. The cherry on top. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I did like how he said, um, you know, someone who constantly cheats and apologizes, but then does it again is someone who doesn't respect themselves or their relationship. And I'm like, preach, preach, could not have said it better. No, it's 100%. I feel like anyone that's a cheater, that's an an immediate, they have something within Mm -hmm. themselves that's off and wrong. Yeah. 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 Like they're not okay with themselves. Absolutely. Oh, it's an insecurity thing. Yeah. 100%. Genuinely. Yeah. And then he follows up with sometimes it's best to be alone. And I was like, wow. Preach again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's not wrong, man. That's what I mean is like he was like great eye candy. But at the same time, like I really got like a lot of like great advice and like good conversation on that date. Right. Um, Shari is opening up to Tyler. Mm-hmm. And she seems like she's in a much better place. And honestly, it, it was good and refreshing to see. Even Tyler noticed it. Yeah. She admits she needed like a chill and laid back energy. And he was kind of what she needed. And she also acknowledged that um, this experience is about learning about herself. And I thought all of that was good. Like I thought in that moment, Shari really was – she looks good in that moment. Yeah. I definitely did like a 180. Yeah. 180 with her with because like now she's like making eye contact like actually talking to her date like opening up and yeah she said she's in a better place she seems like she is she seems happier but that's really all I have on them yeah um Javen is opening up and seems a lot more comfortable with Erica they had fun together and he Mm -hmm. can be himself in his freaking confessional when he starts talking to the third person and he's like, I'm speaking in the first third person. I was dead. And then as they walk away, it was like, sometimes I just smile for like no reason. It's bad. Like he really does do that. It's so funny. No, he was cracking me up. But you know what was funny is like, it was funny to hear Erica say that Javen was closed off because yeah. like in Shari's eyes, he wasn't closed off at all. And that's what upset her. Yeah. So it's just so funny how it's like all the girls, because we'll get into it, like they write on his mirror and they make jokes about how he won't even make eye contact with them and that he's being so reserved and all this stuff. And like Erica literally says it, like you've been so closed off, but like in Shari's eyes, he's like crossing the lines with like getting drunk and being like talking to people, possibly being flirty and all that. It's just so weird how- It's very interesting. And Everyone is different. Like every, every relationship is different. Yeah. It's yeah. That's actually a good point. I didn't even really realize that, but yeah, a hundred percent right. I think the girls writing the message on Javen's mirror was really funny. Yeah. That was cute. Um, everyone wants to hear all the girls at the beach villa. They all want to hear about Evan and Morgan. Hannah hopes Morgan <laughs> roasted his ass, which obviously yeah. that did not happen. Nope. Um, cause as soon as Morgan gets back, mm-hmm. Hannah kind of be beelines for her and Morgan is like being all giddy. Even Hannah notices it. And Morgan says like, he's genuine. He made his wrongs right. It's a fresh start. She feels hundred percent better about everything. And Hannah is very happy for them. Yeah. Any thoughts about all that? I feel like that was pretty, 
Yeah, that was straight to the point. Yeah, that's, I couldn't have said it better myself. I feel like Evan was like in the kitchen, like drinking his water, like eyeing what what they were talking about. <laughs> like he's pulling a trace. He was like the original trace. He's like pretending to like make his shake, just like staring, but, like <laughs> staring them down, like reading their lips from across the room. Oh my god, I'm dead. Um, Javen finds the message on his mirror and he's so funny. He's like, he's like, this means seven different lips, 14 legs, 14 eyes, all in my room. I feel exposed <laughs> like I'm naked. <laughs> he's so good with like the one-liners. Like he's just he's, very witty. He is so funny. I I just he honestly, and I like don't say this lightly, he might be one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Wow. Like top five for sure. I feel like because he's just like, he's like, he's funny, but he's also like unintentionally funny. Like I think, and by that, I mean like, he's not like thinking about what he's going to say to like try to make people laugh. It just comes out of him. It's and it's like. so natural how yeah. funny he is. Like yeah. so natural. Um, I just so keep he- saying saying this over and over again shari just seems so much lighter the mood in the mountain villa is like so much better and shari just um seems so much lighter what were you just gonna say though before i said that no i literally was just gonna be like you guys get back from your dates like we're moving don't you think shari just her energy just seems so much different yeah yeah and the the energy in the mountain villa in general is just like way (laughs) like we're starting to actually like hang out and like each other now yeah there was a there was a black cloud over you guys <laughs> for the first two episodes but like oh god oh, we're getting there we're getting there um okay so now i'm talking to scott and val, and val yeah i'm opening up to them about like my situation and kind of what i'm going through And then Val says, if he's not there for you, somebody else will be in this house. Mm -hmm. And I kind of laugh him off. And he's like, no, it's very true, though. I -hmm. remember when he said that, I was, like, so intimidated. (laughs) Like, really? Oh, yeah. So I was, like, really intimidated in that moment. Why, though? Because he's so direct. (laughs) Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, he really, Mm -hmm. because I was, like, laughing him off. And he was like, no, like, someone in this house. It's gonna yeah, he did, he did follow me. He did follow up with someone in, in yeah, this Yeah, and like looked me in my eyeballs and said that shit. And I was like, damn, like I've I'm not used to like a guy like being that direct with me. It like really was like, oh shit. Like it really intimidated the shit out of me. However, I will say I feel like we live by that motto now. Like we're we very do. Much, like we're so literally this- like if you don't take up, don't like um what was I gonna say? Like if you can't Mm, what was I? No, I, I know what you mean. Like, if um, you can't step up to the plate, yeah, like someone else will. That's what I was like. Literally, I had a brain fart. I could not think of it. But like, yeah, we live by that. Where it's like, all right, like if you're not going to take care of me, if you're not going to love me, support me, make yeah. me feel safe, secure, and everything, then someone else will. So this is the thing. Is back then I was still like honestly like very weak and in a very toxic toxic situation, and I didn't love myself. I was very insecure. So that intimidated me then. If it was me now in that situation, oh my God, I would be so turned on. I'd be like, so like, yes, no right. game played, preach, tell me more. Okay, like I, two very different people. Back then it intimidated me, today it wouldn't. Yeah. Um, 
okay so then it goes to like him in the confessional talking about me and Uh i'm gonna quote what he said but before i get into this i do want to say because back in the day when season one was airing everyone was like really shipping me and val they called us like val c and like we were he was one of my best friends we talked every day and we were very very close but we have not talked in like years now and he's in a very very serious relationship and i wish that the best for them and Mm -hmm. i don't want anyone like sliding in his dms when we're recapping this you guys he's like taking time off of social media he's living his life he's in love he's doing his thing let's leave val alone okay so (laughs) let's let him live his life and yeah but i do want to (laughs) acknowledge that even though me and him are not close the way that we used to be he he I'll, I'll always have like a soft space in my heart for him yeah. i i would not have survived temptation island without him and mm-hmm. he's a huge reason why i am who i am today yeah absolutely so, he played a huge like huge role in your life role in my life like that's active the, that's the thing like i've come to realize that there are so many people actually i don't want to say so many but like there's there are people who I used to be close with that are no longer in my life. Yeah. And for a while I was a little like, um, like resentful towards those people because Mm -hmm. it was nothing of my wrongdoing and I was hurt by it. And then I started thinking like, regardless of why you're not in my life, like I can't forget the joy you did bring into it at one point. And obviously I, you know, don't know why you and Val like don't talk anymore and like that's yeah. neither here nor there but in situations that I've been in it's like these people who I've lost contact with or that are like really no longer in my life like still brought value to it at one point and it's like I have to respect that yeah you know what I mean yeah like I definitely for for a long time I was very hurt by how things played out with me and Val right, right. But now that I'm like moved on from it and healed, I really, yeah, like he, I can't really give credit to a lot of people who have made like impacts in my life. Like I feel like I have done that, but I would be lying if I said he wasn't one of the very few people that majorly impacted my life. Absolutely. So as we're recapping, you guys, because I know a lot of you were like all about me and Val. One day we'll be together. We're never going to be together. (laughs) I wish him the best. He's very happy. Let's leave him alone. He doesn't want to be connected to TI. And let's like respect that. So I wanted to say that now that me and him are starting to talk on the show and that's going to start playing out. We're going to be recapping it. I just want to leave him alone and respect that. Right. Oh, that's nice of you, though. Um, no, seriously, because back in the day, people were like obsessed, man. It was like a wow. thing. So I'm like, let's wow. leave this poor man alone, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so in the confessional, though, he said some pretty crazy things, and I remember the first time I watched it, I was like really blown away because like he comes off very like alpha male and like aggressive, and like I had no idea he was saying this type of stuff about me in confessionals. Like I had no fucking clue. (laughs) And so I was like, really just like, wow, he's saying like the nicest fucking things. Like this dude said 
it still kind of blows me away today. He said, Casey has a beautiful personality. She's really a beautiful girl. She deserves to be with someone willing to take care of her. This is the other thing about him is like, he always like just knew me so well and like what I needed without me having to tell him anything. That was like Shaq. Seriously. Yeah. Like it's, it blew me away then and it blew me away watching it again. Um, Casey needs to see what's out there and she needs to see that there are people out there that will treat her right. She's a little giggler. She likes to giggle. She's adorable, an adorable human being. Oh, what a freaking cutie in that moment. Like a shit. He he was like barely talking to me in person. And then he's saying that shit in the confessional. (laughs) That is is really cute. Like now, can I ask, did he ever say anything like that to you in person, like on the show? Yeah. And if he did, would you have like yeah. So as we get into it, I mean, I take him on the next date and uh-huh. we had some pretty deep conversations and he made some pretty big statements during that date that scared the shit out of me as well. And then in our overnight, I think Val, honestly, for me, I can't speak for him because I don't know if he ever really felt the same way about me. For me, Val very much is like the right person, wrong time. Gotcha. Like in my in my life, like yeah. right person, wrong time. I was not ready for like what Val was offering. If that makes sense. Like it just like it blew my mind. Like the things that he was saying to me was just like, I was not used to that. I was used to toxicity. Yeah. You have to re you have to reprogram your mind, your brain. Yeah. Like seriously. And I was not reprogrammed. So I didn't even know how to handle the way that was treating me. And it's weird because everyone else seeing it is like, this person treats you so great or says all the right things or is so into you, like what are you doing? And you're like, you don't understand. Like I have to literally like that all seems wrong to me for some reason, even though they're nice and they're amazing and they're perfect. That seems weird and wrong. And I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, again, I, we don't know better. It was such a bizarre feeling too, because deep down in my gut, I loved everything that he was saying to me. And I loved like how he treated me and it was like easy. And like, I loved everything about it, Mm -hmm. but like, who I was and the way my mind was working and how used I was to like emotional abuse and toxicity. I just couldn't even wrap my mind around it. So I would push him away. It was like yeah. self-sabotage. I would just push him away. That's, I, yeah. I I used to do that all the time. Yeah, Cause I was like, Oh, I don't know what to do with this. Like I don't, this is not mm-hmm. normal to me. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, it becomes learned behavior and then yep. you have to unlearn it and it's, it doesn't happen overnight. It's like constantly yeah. a, like a, a process. And then sometimes you fall back into that cycle because you think you're with the right person and then it like comes out again. You know what I mean? Like it's like you always are going to have to work on that aspect of yourself. So. Oh, it's something I still have to work on to the, like to this day. Same, same. Um, okay. Katie announces the talent show. Yes. And then over at the beach villa, I love how we're just like, we're ping-ponging back and forth between the houses. Yeah, no, really. Um, And then back at the beach villa, Javen has a, quote, ongoing investigation. Again, the glasses. Where did you get those glasses? I know, right? Who bought you those glasses? And if you you packed them from home, I have questions. (laughs) Even when he said he has an ongoing investigation, Evan almost spit out his drink because it was so funny. And then he says, Javen says, when I find out who did this, I will persecute them. (laughs) I know. 
all the girls are cracking up. Yeah, but then you know what? Like, I have to say it. Brittany gets a little weird in her (laughs) confessional. No, like I'm I'm not trying to be rude, but she was just like talking, yeah, so highly of him, but in a very like interesting way. Like it was, I don't know, like it it was very uncomfortable to watch. Very, like, spiritual, yogi, like, I don't know, vibes. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it makes me – it made me uncomfortable then. It makes me uncomfortable now. I know, but she, and she's, like, talking about his soul and all this, and I'm like, you don't know him. Yeah. Like, how are you saying he's such an amazing soul and he has this blah, blah, blah? Like, I could, like – I understand the girls that are like, oh, yeah, like this person's like really hot or this one's really cool or this one's funny or he seems like a good guy. But like she was just going into such detail. Yeah. And it really just like kind of gave me a little bit of like the ick. (laughs) I feel you on that. I don't know why. I feel you on that. Um, Okay. So then Evan and Morgan are Mm -hmm. over by the bar outside and they're kind of talking about their day. Evan says today was a perfect day. He admits he has a really strong connection with Morgan and they admit that they have a crush on each other and they're like going to kind of see where this goes. Yeah. Yep. That's what I have. Um, Now we're back to the mountain villa. Yep. I will say the music that they have playing in the background for this talent show, like that they edited into the show is great. It got me in the mood. I was like, yes, talent show. Here we go. <laughs> well, um, I felt quite different. <laughs> tell me. What's your, what are your listen, thoughts? Listen, the talent show was giving me PTSD with the rapping and the poems. <laughs> <laughs> I, and you know I, what I'm talking about. <laughs> right? Good old season four. No, this one was different. This was like, honestly, Jack's poem was cute. Oh, yeah. It's adorable. Plus, it was like a talent show, so it wasn't like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, it was part – like, we made them do it. Mm. Um, The guys were truly so talented. Like, they really didn't um, – they really didn't show enough of that talent show. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was f- foreshadowing Val talking about how he's, like, the underdog and he always makes it to the number one spot and then he ends up like being one of the final four. <laughs> I was like, he ain't wrong. He's um, speaking it speaking it into existence. And then like fun fact, his little confessional where he does that finger thing, that became like a really popular gif. Really? Yeah. That whole oh my thing. gosh. I'm going to have to look it up. Wow. No, literally, I think you can like type in his name and like him making that like finger pointing <laughs> movement is like a <laughs> really popular gif. That is hilarious. Um, Jack wrote a poem. It really was so good. Yeah. It made Nicole emotional, which we were all really surprised by. Um, yeah. And then fun fact, you guys, cause they just edited so much out of me out of this freaking show because they wanted me to be so heartbroken. I, that night after the talent show, we did, played a game and where we needed to like do impressions. And I did an impression of Johnny and I did like a freestyle rap. 
And the guys were shook, you guys. Everyone in the house, producers, everyone was screaming, running around the house because I fucking killed this impression and this freestyle rap that the guys, like, they really thought I was going to get up there and just, like, kind of just, like, suck. And I fucking killed it. And everyone was blown away. And, of course, they fucking edited that shit out. Dude. So pissed, you guys. I When I tell you the guys were running around the house screaming when I started rapping, like, I'm not exaggerating. I'm telling you, there was like so many just hilarious things that could have been shown. Me and Chelsea fucked up, dude. Me and Chelsea made like a whole ass dance routine (laughs) in like our '70s outfits. Spent like probably an hour making it. I like go through her legs, like it was like very (laughs) through her legs. And like Chelsea's a dancer, so like it was very well choreographed. So funny, did not show it. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Like. We had a blast, like a decent amount of time on that island, regardless of what they showed. Dude, and I'm so upset. All so the good like, shit, man. Oh, I know. I was low key funny too. I literally, Never. I was like waiting for that to be shown. Same. I was like, that's all I wanted was my rap to my freestyle rap and all the guys losing their minds to be shown. And of oh. course, they did not fucking show it. Um, <laughs> So anyways, back to Nicole. She talks to Jack. She admits that she can kind of be a cold-hearted person. And it just surprises her when she gets, like, emotional like this. And it made her realize that her and Carl haven't really opened up super deeply if Mm. she can't get emotional like this with Carl. But she can when, like, Jack reads this, like, poem at a talent show. Well, you know what? And remind me to mention this because I'm very forgetful. Her saying that and then the way that – Carl reacts when he watches the bonfire clip of her crying is probably why she doesn't cry in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. So remind me to like connect those dots or like when we get we're, into it. We're going to get into the bonfire number two is happening right now. We're about to get into it. <laughs> That's true. You're up first, baby. Oh no, Carl is. Sorry. Why I, I, I was reading my notes. I thought it said Casey. Larry <laughs> says Carl. Oh. Um, Okay, so yeah, we're about to tie that in. What you just said, I'll remind you. But bonfire number two, I think it's so sad that John thinking his videos are going to get worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And then Javen admits he's learning how to be himself and to not feel bad about that. And then Evan admits out loud before all the video clips start that he's definitely not good with temptation. Mm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then Carl (laughs) goes first. Uh He sees Nicole, like we just said, getting emotional over the poem. And this is the thing about Carl that always kind of blows my mind. And this is really all I said about it. And then you can take it away. Uh His body language and his eyes and everything about his reaction makes me think that he's shook by what he saw. But then out loud, he says he's good and like totally fine. I don't know. Like the impression that I got was that he was, like, annoyed she was crying. Like, he was, like, mad at her for crying. And that's where I was, like, okay, like, she's saying that she can be cold-hearted and that she's never, like, that her and Carl don't maybe have a great emotional connection or as great as she thought it was. And I'm, like, that's probably why. She's probably, like, scared to cry in front of him because he literally is, like, acting like it's – bothering him that she's crying yeah 
Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, a hundred percent. It's not like a, it doesn't feel like a safe place for her to like, reach yeah. that emotional level with He's, him. He just seems controlling in that aspect. Like, why would you outwardly be upset that your girlfriend is like crying? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know what? Facts. I noticed that as well. Um, okay. So then it's Javen's clip. He sees Shari crying about the video his video, his bonfire clip yeah. and how she feels betrayed and how she feels like she lost her personality. He doesn't like that. She's crying. And he I said that he said that at first, like, you know, in a nice way, but then he says, yeah, to, he says this to Mark. He's like, yeah, but you don't see me crying and saying shit like that. And then he says crying is a sign of weakness, which honestly, that's Javen's first red flag for me. Yeah. I, again, <laughs> he seemed annoyed that Shari was crying and then yeah. he got way too defensive. Like, yeah, way too defensive. Like, you don't see me crying like that. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that that definitely was the first red flag for Javen because I was like, damn, like, First off, everyone listening, crying is not a sign of weakness. Crying is a sign of strength. Exactly what Mark Period. said. Period. He literally said, it's a, it's a sign of strength. And Javen was like, no, in my eyes, it's a sign of weakness. And honestly, I feel like the reason, I mean, I'm sure regardless, the tears were going to flow down my face with or without Mark. But I think he really did play a part in why I felt so comfortable crying like at the bonfires and all that, because it was like the first or second one where he said to me, you know, you're allowed to show emotion. Like this is, you're not weak. Like you're strong yeah. for being able to be vulnerable. And like that always, I, for still, real. I still carry that with me. No, being vulnerable is one of the most terrifying things that you can ever do. And if you're able to be vulnerable and honest about your emotions and like who you are and what you believe and, show that to people that is mm-hmm. so brave and like so courageous and so strong like that's something to be really really proud of and I stand by yeah. that because not a yeah. lot of people can do that because too many people are scared of being judged and mm-hmm. scared is not that's being scared is weak okay yeah <laughs> facts being scared is weak I agree <laughs> um, okay now it's John And he's glad that his clip isn't last. And I put in parentheses, this is a valid concern because we all know that whoever has the last clip is the worst one. Yes, yes. I stand by that. In Temptation Island history, the last clip is the grand finale. Yep. Um, So he sees Wynn and Katie horseback riding and talking about marriage and kids. Mm -hmm. That whole conversation that you thought was like a little off and same as well. Yeah. Yeah. he admits the first video hurt more and then this is where he drops the bomb and he opens up about his dad committing suicide five years ago and that Mm -hmm. katie knew that and evan immediate everyone the energy in the room is like wiped out and then evan and the confessional who also had a dad that was taken from him and is no longer here also has dad issues he says that Katie is ruthless and uh-huh. he is genuinely shocked that she would say something like that knowing about John's yeah. dad. And honestly, this is some crazy things. I don't really agree with anything Evan has to say or do or live or whatever yeah. he does, but I agree with him like a yeah. hundred million percent. I absolutely agree. I think that it would be one thing if you didn't know. I'm not saying that 
telling anyone they won't be a good parent is okay. Yeah. But I think that her knowing what he went through and then also saying it is like, that's really, really, um, it's not okay. I don't, I don't yeah. think it's okay. Like that's, yeah. That's a very real trauma there. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's, uh, yeah, no, it's not good. I agree with Evan and I, okay. I, it's not good. I think the thing with John too, from what we're seeing, obviously, because again, I don't know him is that it's like, he made it clear that like he didn't, he loves his father but he didn't necessarily want to like make the same choices or similar choices that his father made. Yeah. And because of that, he knows he's going to be a great dad and he knows what he'll bring to the table in being like, um, like he's going to make different choices. And, but also like he'll take care of his family. Like he is a very secure guy it seems like you know what I mean like he brings a lot to the table that's what I'm trying to say a thousand percent so yeah that yeah that was (laughs) tough man and you have to imagine how hard this was dealing with this the aftermath like Katie being one of my best friends I'm watching this stuff play out on tv because it's like everything in me is like this is wrong yeah. But she's one of my best friends. It was right. very, very conflicting. Like yeah. living this. Like I can't even explain how conflicting it was. I bet. Um, okay. So then best for last. We're wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up. <laughs> so Evan, he knows the be- the last is not good. So he's like, man, you got me nervous, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> And then he sees me and Justin, smoking hot, beautiful Justin, talking about how Justin believes that cheaters are cheaters and they don't respect their significant other or themselves. And they keep panning to like Evan's face while me and Justin are having this conversation. And I can tell Evan is fucking pissed watching watching Mm -hmm. this. Okay. He's heated. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's pissed. And fun fact, like when after the islands and like everything was a shit storm and I finally like allowed Evan to come over to our studio apartment and like talk things out with me, we talked for like two days and this was his biggest thing that he kept saying. He's like, if I didn't see that clip, you talking about me being a cheater, always being a cheater with Evan and like comparing me to my dad things would have been different. But that was when I was like, he's like, I was pissed. So that I went all in at that point. And it's like, really, bro? Are you kidding me? I swear to God, you guys. So fun fact, you guys, this is, this is the downfall of me, according to Evan. So so you're you're still getting blamed for doing absolutely. Yeah. No, dude. He said the reason he went all in is this bonfire clip. That's actually insane. Insane, right? <laughs> like, wild. Because, I like, didn't also, even anything. You exactly like you didn't even say what even Evan his got mom. offended by. Like, it literally Evan got offended from what um, Justin said. So, how is he about to be mad at you for something Justin said? Dude, even his <laughs> mom had texted me. It was like, well, like if you didn't bring up that cheating <gasps> comment, horseback riding, no, like things mm-hmm. would have been different. Toxic. Yeah. So toxic, you guys. Unbelievable. Thank God I'm out of that. But no, dude. So the fun fact, you guys, this was the downfall of Casey Nevin, this bonfire right here. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. How dare you, Casey? How dare you? I know. (laughs) 
Um, but also I just want to say, and I want to know what your thoughts are on this, Aaron. I think the fact that he's fighting against the statement cheaters are cheaters. And he's like, obviously really pissed and like in his feels right now. And we all know how everything plays out. Even like he even cheated Uh on Morgan. Like yikes. The fact that he's like so hurt over this is insane to me. I told you, and I stand by this, the people who are always the most defensive over things they know yeah. about themselves to be true yep. are the ones that are most guilty. So yep. I guess I won't say know about themselves to be true because it's like, Evan is a cheater. So it's like, he, he, <laughs> no. he can't be like, no, in his heart, he's not one and get so defensive, but it's always the people who are like the most defensive. And right. that's why, that is why. Not to talk about my season too much, but for a while, when it first started airing, I cared a lot what people thought. And I was like, I want to explain myself. I want to do this. I want to do that. And then I was like, no, because I yeah. know in my heart the truth. And it's like, what what good is it going to do trying to like prove yeah. people who don't mean, no offense, like that I don't know, like prove them wrong. Yeah. If anything, it's just going to make me look worse. And I, I just feel like he... no dude it blew my mind because i i remember this vividly because it was a big theme in me and him after the show this like came up with his family with his brother with him i mean this bonfire like what i said that conversation with justin got to him and it is so wild to me because i'm literally just listening to justin i'm not even really saying anything no but the fact that like justin saying cheaters are always cheaters affected him so much and he's a serial fucking cheater okay absolutely (laughs) but you literally proved him right the cheaters are always cheaters like that's why you're so pissed is because he hit the fucking nail on the head and you didn't like Mm -hmm. it yep and then the episode ends they're in the bond the in the escalade going home evan is still pissed still upset and he's like, he says, he's like, that's old news. Like, that's not me anymore. Yeah. But like, fun fact, it wasn't old news because as soon as this show started airing, so many women were coming out of the woodworks, sliding in my DMs. He had like chicks uh-huh. that he was like cheating on me with in other countries through like Zoom. He had chicks through Snapchat. I mean, the no. amount of women, Aaron, that came out of the woodworks. And also while he was with Morgan, unbelievable, dude un-fucking-believable like this dude is crazy the fact what is that he said, wrong with him the fact that he's Seriously. literally sitting there saying this is old news and i'm not even joking he literally told one of the girls i think she was from like new zealand or norway the one that he like had through snapchat or zoom she reached out to me um he had told her that he was going to go film a show <laughs> so like like dude like it's so wild to me that he's literally like so upset so hurt so pissed saying that I, that's old news that's not who i am and meanwhile you just told some bitch in news no offense that's- not trying to call me a bitch some girl in new zealand that you're going to go film a show and you'll be back in a month and that's why you can't talk to her but that's that's probably why he also probably like hoped and prayed that like the cheating wouldn't get brought up because he Dude. probably knew if it did, someone would see it. You know what I mean? Like he probably like was like just hoping that yeah, the, the fo- trying to the fo- cover it up. Like the focal point would be like you pressuring for an engagement and all that, and and then it got brought up, and now he's like backed into a corner. Like yeah. I don't cheat. Like I wouldn't do that. 
you know what though? Secondly, what the hell are you doing talking to someone in New Zealand? Like, how is that even like, why would you do that? Like, I'm genuinely asking, not even for Evan's sake. Like, I'm curious about people who have relationships with people from a different country that like you have no intention of seeing because at the time he was living with you, doing a show with you. It's just about his validation. Want to know what's wild? And this is so nuts to me. So, um, when I moved to Hawaii, he would like put up Snapchats of like our cat, like my cat Vixen and like, um, his dog ghost. They were like our pets together. And so she always thought like my cat Vixen and, um, and ghost were like his pets. And like, she had no fucking clue that like that Vixen was my cat. And like, I moved there. <laughs> like that was my animal. Like, and I was That's living with Evan. So and, then, bad. and then me, and this is all like just fun facts for everyone. But, and then me and Evan, we actually adopted a kitten in Hawaii together and we named him Thor. And so all of a sudden, like the new kitten was like showing up in his Snapchats to this girl. And she even asked, like, what's with the new kitten? And he's like, oh, like, it's like my mom's. Like, we just, no, dude, like, me and my living oh, girlfriend just adopted this cat together. It's our cat. Like, dude. so fucking wild, the lies. <laughs> and she had, like, so many receipts and proof. Like, it was wild. That is terrifying. Yeah. And then when he got back from the show, um, he Good immediately. For her, though, side note, for oh, being she... a woman and telling you. Oh, she told that me everything. Is, like, literally, I am not kidding. Like, as a fucking woman, like I am the type where if you tell me something, I am not going to get mad at you. We can yeah. go out and get a glass of wine, bitch. Yeah, I don't that, care. That's you I will am, never yeah. be on my bad side. Even if you do something. Yeah. Not knowing. I mean, if you knew he had a girlfriend and then you were like being shady. Yeah. If you knew he was dating me and then you were being shady. Yeah. Like then no offense. Fuck you. But like yeah. if you didn't know. And you found out and you reached out to me, I seriously would kiss the ground you walked on because you are literally saving my life. Because God forbid something progressed and I never knew. Like, that is so much worse than finding out that he was in your DMs and like, I could break up with him. Like, you don't have to break up with him. No, dude, so many girls came out of the woodworks. As soon as that, as soon as he ended the show, he immediately, immediately, the second he got his phone back, he reached out to that girl through Snapchat, told her that he's going to be stationed on the East Coast to be separated from me until the show airs. Never mentioned Morgan. Oh my god! The the pro- production. This is a quote. Production wants me and Casey separated, so we're not seen in public together until the show airs. Never mentioned that he left with another girl. So yeah, what dude. did he do when he got engaged to Morgan? Like I don't did- fucking know what this guy thinks or dude, does. Okay, dude. it's so how, wild. How did he not think that like she would find out about the whole ass engagement? being plastered everywhere i literally i think he just lives in the moment i mean he he doesn't he doesn't think dude i don't know bless him for really just putting himself and only himself first because like that takes a special (laughs) person to be that fucking selfish i know i know to really love yourself that much to genuinely not care about anyone else is a special talent one that I will never have because I oh always God. put other people before me. But, like, God bless him. <laughs> I will say me and all the girls that he's, like, fucked over, minus Morgan, me and Morgan don't talk, wish her well, but we're just 
we're never gonna be cool like that mm-hmm. but me and all the other girls over the years we're all cool like we all like talk through instagram we like yeah. wish each other like happy birthday happy fourth of july like right. all of us are like totally chill and cool and laugh about it and like think it's hilarious so well of course you know, because it's I, got like- some, I got some girlfriends out of it <laughs> I mean, seriously, because you're, you know, those girls are only on the receiving end of what they're hearing about you. And for the most part, it's not positive. And you're not there to defend yourself. So I feel like once the true colors of like him were shown and people were like, wait, Casey's actually like a really cool person, then it, it like brings to light how you actually are, how he actually is. Like that's just, that's really what happens with, I feel like every season. Dude, that's literally what happened is the show backfired so hard for him because he had been telling all of these girls that I'm just a friend. I'm crazy. He's worried about me, my mental health. So him and his family help me and like I rent a house from them like we don't actually live together. And then they watched the show. And they were like, oh, hold Whoa. up a sec. And then they all like started DMing me, asking people for my number, like letting me know everything that's been happening over the years. And like, it was shocking. See, honestly, that is like <laughs> my biggest fear is like. Double life. Some, I, but not even that. It's life. more just like, don't lie on my name. Like, that is so alarming that he made up a legit fake life for you, for other people (laughs) to believe. And you have no control about what he's saying about you. Like, that is so fucking scary. Like, I'm mortified for you because I could not imagine someone out there telling all these horrible things about me to other people that aren't true. Like, that is so scary. It was mortifying. I had started like a whole business. We'll wrap this up. I just have two more things to say, but it's just like, it's so nuts. Like, no, my mind is actually, my mind is blown. Because me and Erin, again, you guys, we've never talked about this. Mm -hmm. Like, I have never told her details of this. She's never watched my YouTube videos. So this is like Mm -hmm. a first. So everyone who's like, Casey's stuck in the past. This is all she talks about. One of my best friends who I talk to every single day, I've never told her any of this shit. No, no, I'm telling you, like, my (laughs) mouth has been, like, dropped this entire time. I'm like, wow. I'm shocked. I know. Um, But one of the other things he told people, and this actually hurt me more than anything, I actually had started a business called Bossy and it was actually going really well and it was profitable and he just tainted the shit out of it and that's why I don't do it anymore. But I put my heart and soul into it. I paid for everything. I built the website. I mean, I did it all. Uh He told people that he gave me $10,000 and he paid for everything for me to have a hobby. Oh my God. He didn't fucking pay for it. He didn't pay for printer paper. I mean, literally like nothing. <laughs> okay. Like what is wrong he did, with him? He did nothing to it. He had no part in it. Like it was, it was all me. And he I literally, don't... he literally told people that I do nothing and I sit at home all day and he gave me $10,000 to start bossy for a hobby. Meanwhile, I was like running bossy. I was an operations manager for Gap Incorporated, opening brand new stores. I was paying all of her bills. Mm-hmm. I, I was know like, that feeling. I was, I was the one running shit. And he's telling people I sit at home and he's giving me money f- to have a hobby. I was going to say, like, what was the point of him like tarnishing your name though? Like, I don't get wanted, that. Because he wanted everyone to think like, 
no shit he left me and did all this crazy shit mm. because I'm crazy and I sit at home and do nothing and I'm like a waste oh of space. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So he had to tarnish my name to of, make yeah. his actions make sense. Yeah, of course. That's – yeah. The oh. one last thing that was so eye-opening to me, so one of my absolute best friends to this day, um, we actually had a going-away party for me and Evan um, at like Hotel Irwin in Venice Beach mm -hmm. and – all of our friends were there, mutual friends, lots of his friends from USC. And they were all asking us about like the experience. And my best friend and her significant other who uh -huh. was best friends with Evan, frat boys, whatnot, they were listening to everything me and Evan were saying about the trip and our plan and our rules. And like he's telling them that we're going to get engaged and we're using the show. Uh -huh. Whatever. So then we go, we do the show. She was actually one of the very first people that I talked to after the show. I got my phone back. She texted me and then I just poured my heart and soul out to her. I like almost lived with her for like the first few weeks after the show, watched most of the episodes with her. We were very close. We went through some shit together. Okay. She opened up to me that when that night at Hotel Irwin at our going away party, when me and Evan were explaining everything. Mm-hmm that he made he made like a look like he did some sort of look when he was like talking about things uh -huh. that as soon as me and Evan got in the Uber and left she looked at her significant other and was like he's cheating on her like a hundred percent like he's wow. he has a plan like he's cheating on oh her my god and then her significant other was like well what makes you think that she's like the way that he looked when he said this he's like mm -hmm. i can't explain it he's like i know for a fact that he's going there with a the game plan and then wow. her significant other was like why don't you tell her and he was she was like that's not my place like i they're mm -hmm. already have plane tickets like i can't yeah. call her up and be like based on a look, a look. Yeah. I think he's he's cheating right, on you. Right. a game plan. But she opened up to me about that like a year after and was like, yeah, like I knew. Holy shit. Isn't that wild? No, that's so wild. So him, like her and her significant other, they like thought he was full of shit before we even left. Wow. I mean, you can literally like, I feel like read someone just based off of their facial expression. So wild. Oh my God. That is crazy. Holy shit. So yeah, you guys, fun fact. Cheaters are, in fact, <laughs> have been and always will be cheaters. cheaters. Actually, there's, I would say there's like a 1% exception. But for the most part, I think cheaters are cheaters. And then, because I'm looking at my notes and like I'm thinking back to when Evan was like, saying a cheater's always a cheater is like saying people can't change. And I'm like, I don't agree with that at all. I know yeah. like, not to like keep like dragging this out, but like I just was rereading my notes. Like I think that like it's not like cheating is the only thing about you that can change as a human. Like there are so many different like changes that can be made throughout your life. It doesn't like I think people associate like cheating and changing. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, that's he's so dumb for saying that. Like, no. If you're a cheater and you're constantly doing it, and then you're lying and getting caught and saying sorry, and it's a pattern, then yeah, you're always a cheater. Yeah. Like, do I think there is that 1% that like, maybe in college you cheat, and then like, you never do it again, like type thing? Absolutely. But like, yes. don't say, don't try to compare it to like, people can't change. Yeah. Because that's why people like, go to therapy. That's why people like, seek help. That's why people want to better themselves because they can change and become mm -hmm. the best version of themselves. Exactly. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And that was coming from someone who's like refuses to go to therapy. So (laughs) like, yeah, it's a lot, man. So yeah, wild. That was a long episode, you guys. I feel like now that everyone like doesn't want two parters, you guys, these are going to be long episodes. So just like get ready. Buckle in. Buckle in. Um, Anything else that we need to say? No, I think that was like really good. And again, like circling back to what we said in the very beginning, like we really liked the feedback. Um, If there's anything we didn't talk about that you want us to talk about, um, like we take messages like very seriously and like we want to know how we can better improve. So just let us know. Yeah, I do want to say just because my my dad's my dad's like law minds always he he wants me to say things like this as we're recapping the season. Um, you guys, everything that we're saying here, we are not diagnosing anyone. We, we are not doctors obviously. So there's no diagnosing going on here. Okay. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. Number two, this is my truth and my real experience. There is no character assassination or defamation happening because in order to do that, you have to be spreading heinous lies about someone and everything I'm saying is true. So that part, just want to put that out there. Okay. So we know the law, we know how it works and yeah. So this is the truth and that's really all I wanted to say on that. Absolutely. Protecting our asses. Preach. (laughs) Preach. Um, Okay. So as usual, you guys, please go like and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us. We love actual written reviews on Apple Podcasts, you guys. If you want to go leave those, we actually love reading them. Every time I get a little notification, I get so freaking excited. Um, go follow us on Instagram. If you guys have any questions, concerns, our email is it's temptingpot at gmail.com. We are actually full blown in the process of working on merch for real. Mm-hmm. So get ready yeah. for that. We're really excited. We're going to do different drops of things. Yeah. So we're going to have one drop with a few items and then in like a month or two, we'll have another one and so on and so forth. Yes. I think that's it. Yeah, that was well. So that's why I leave you to do the intro and the outro because, bitch, you got it nailed <laughs> down to a T. I just sit here Thanks. and look pretty. <laughs> I love you. My <laughs> hidden, my hidden talent. If I have one. Um, okay, you guys, we love you all. Thanks for the support, and we'll see you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye. Bye.